Hello, everyone. Welcome to a bonus episode of the Nourishing Nuggets podcast. This is a longer episode because I decided to post the workshop I did in my free Facebook group um, onto the podcast for you guys. And so this is a workshop on how to set your 2023 goals, how to know what goals you want, and then also how to reach them. And I also have an exciting announcement at the end of the podcast. So make sure you listen all the way through and all of the links and the info will be in the show notes. Enjoy friends. So today we're going to talk all about goal setting for the new year and how to set goals with intention and goals that will actually move you forward. I am very big on action and concrete tactical ways to reach your goals instead of these vague, like lose 50 pounds, save $10,000, which doesn't really tell us what to do in our day-to-day life. Like how does that affect our day-to-day life? And so today we're going to talk about how to know what goals, which goals you want to set and also how to actually reach them. And I realized that a lot of people either don't know where they want to improve in their life. They know something needs to change in their daily habits and their daily routines, but they don't know what to actually do and what the goals are um, in their life, what to actually focus on. And then there's another group of people who have very clear goals, know exactly what they want and what they don't want, um, but have no idea how to get there. They need a roadmap. And so this workshop is going to go over how to actually know which goals to set and then how to actually reach them. And so I really hope that this will help you because you don't need to change everything about your life in order to reach the majority of your goals, unless it's like your goal is to move to a different country or something. Most of us, little tweaks in our habits, little tweaks in our day-to-day life will actually lead us towards the goals that we have. So first we're going to start with the vision, how to actually know which goals you want to set. Um, Zig Ziglar is someone that my husband and I loved listening to back when we were dating. And he talks about the wheel of life and how there's different spokes on the wheel and all of them have to be in balance for the wheel to keep turning. And so he explains that these spokes are the different areas of your life. So your financial health, your spiritual health, mental health, physical health, your professional goals, um, family and relationships, all of those spokes need to be in balance for that wheel of life to turn. And so I want you if you don't have time to do it right right now, I want you to listen back on this later and sit down, close your eyes and think about the different areas of your life. And I want you to envision your ideal day as your ideal self. This is something that was so powerful for me to do years ago when I created my own nourishing free journey without even knowing that that was what was happening. Um, I envisioned my ideal day as my ideal self. What time do I wake up? What do I do when I wake up? What do I wear? Um, how am I with my family, with my kids, with my husband? What do I eat? What do? Where do I shop? What do I do for a job? Um, how do I wind down at night? I want you to envision what does that day look like? And then think about your life now. What areas of your life feel messy, feel stressful, feel clunky? I want you to really think about those areas of your life, not in a negative and a shameful way, but just as a way of gathering data on how your life is going right now. Because a lot of us don't want to self-reflect and don't want to kind of address the areas that we do need to address. So this will help us know what areas feel clunky and messy and stressful, and also know how we want our ideal day to be. And again, we don't need to be living this ideal day every single day of our lives. That's incredibly unrealistic in the world we live in, but I want you to have a strong vision of who you want to become because I love this concept from James Clear. He talks about becoming the person who reaches your goals, not just focusing on reaching the goals, but who do you have to be to reach those goals? Who do I have to be to be a dietitian who serves people? Who do I have to be to be a mom who doesn't yell? Who do I have to be to show up for my physical health and take care of my body? Who is the person that I'm striving to be? Because 
it is a certain person who reaches the goals that you have. And so I really want you to think about this ideal day as your ideal self, your ideal person that reaches the goals that you have. And I want you to think about those different areas of your life, like that, those spokes on the wheel of life, your financial health, your professional, you know, goals that you have, your career, um, maybe you're an entrepreneur, um, maybe your household, your, your environment makes, oh my gosh, such a big difference in our quality of life. Um, so think about those different areas of your life and spend a little bit of time even journaling on this of wait, what, what those areas feel like right now, especially like post Christmas, my home feels like a hot mess. We have been decluttering and cleaning like maniacs since this week again. Um, but what areas of your life need to be addressed, right? In this vision that you have. Um, so for example, I'm going to use, um, uh, something that I worked through with a client recently. Her mornings feel very stressed. She's a mom. She's taking her kids to school. She wakes up when her kids wakes up and it's just like this scrambled mess to get to school on time. She feels like a mess. Her kids are all stressed out. She's yelling as they're going out the door. The mornings feel very chaotic. And so, the first thing we did, I'm going to just talk you through like case study with this client is we examined her thoughts. A lot of the things that she was saying about this messy area time of her day was she's not a morning person. She will never get this right. Um, she's just a hot mess mom. And all of those thoughts were impacting the way she felt and the way she approached her morning. If she tells herself she's not a morning person, when that alarm wakes off so that she can get ready before she takes her kids to school, She's going to tell herself, well, I'm not a morning person. So that means she's going to turn her alarm off and go back to sleep, right? So that messy, chaotic time of day is just going to repeat itself. So the first thing we did is we addressed her thoughts about that time of day. And then we noticed the feelings that came with those thoughts. So there were feelings of dread to wake up. She didn't want to wake up. She didn't have anything to look forward to. She was just going to be forcing her kids to wear their clothes and run out the door. So we had to rewire the way that she thought about her morning. So the first thing we did, and this is what I want you to do when you think about those different spokes, is she started telling herself she's in the process of making the mornings work for her. She didn't say, I am a morning person. I love waking up at five. She didn't say that because that would be a lie for where she currently is. She instead said, I'm in the process of figuring out how to make mornings work for me. And that filled her with the feeling of hope and excitement to figure out how to make mornings work for her versus the dread of I'm not a morning person. I hate mornings. I hate waking up. So do you see how important your thoughts are when it comes to these areas of your life? Um, so the first thing we're going to do is we're going to notice the clunky areas on our wheel of life. And you can also Google like Zig Ziglar wheel of life. And it, I think there's like infographics on Google that you can kind of see the different spokes he talks about. Um, so you're going to think about, think about what you think about of these areas and how you can rewire to a growth mindset instead of a fixed mindset. I'm working on figuring out my health. I'm working on losing my, you know, the 50 pounds I gained. I'm working on uh, financially being stable and saving money and getting out of debt. So these are process affirmations where you're going to actually have a growth mindset instead of, I am terrible. I spend too much money. I love sugar too much and I'm never going to reach my goals. Like how hopeless is that? Right? So we have to think about what we think about. So once you have this vision of the areas of your life that you want to improve, you can then pull out the goals that you have. So let's say you want to buy a house, but you don't have a down payment. And so the vision that you have is that you own a house and that you need $50,000 to, own, to put a down payment on a house. I'm throwing out numbers. In my area, 50K won't get you anywhere to buy a house. But that is then the goal. You, you take the vision, then you pull out the goal. So the goal is say 50K, okay? So from there, the second part then, once you know the goals that you have, lose you know X amount of pounds, uh, you know declutter, ruthlessly declutter your home and take things to the donation you know location, whatever the goal is from that vision. Now, the second part of this is, building habits. And so 
Habits are the actual tactics, the tools, the actions, the daily actions that you're going to show up for in order to reach this goal. Now, this is the part that no one wants to address. We all like the flowery, like I'm going to lose the baby weight and I'm going to save $50,000 and my home is going to look like that minimal minimalist mom on YouTube. But no one wants to talk about the actual daily mundane actions and tactics that it's, it's going to take to get us there, right? Those are the things that are actually going to get us there. And so from this vision, when you hone in on those action steps, that's what's going to actually give you momentum towards your goals. I want your goals this year to be habit focused. I don't want you to only focus on the end result. I want you to focus on the daily actions that are going to get you there. And this is a concept that I learned about the most probably from the 12 week year, because he talks about not just having the big vision, the big goal, but what are those things that are going to get you there? So if you want to lose 50 pounds, what do you have to do every day? Who is that person you need to become every day, right? Or do you need to wake up early and work out because there's no time throughout the day to work out later? Do you need to start meal prepping vegetables? So you actually pull veggies out of the fridge instead of like another bag of goldfish. Um, what do you need to do every single day? Do you need to eat a certain amount of servings of protein to make sure you're full vegetables to make sure you're getting filled up on fiber and nutrients? Um, do you need to go to bed earlier to take care of yourself? So this, my client who wanted to wake up earlier and kind of have a seamless morning routine before her kids woke up, one of the habits was that she needs to be in bed or phones off by eight in bed by, by nine 30, I think what she said, um, which would give her like enough sleep to wake up early. Um, so she realized that her phone, Netflix screens were really pulling away from sleeping at night. And so that was one of her tactics, her habits of phones off by eight in bed by nine 30. And so these are the things that you're really going to have to evaluate your daily life, your day-to-day routines, your habits. Um, if you're wanting to save money, but you tend to go through the Starbucks drive through every day, maybe taking the Starbucks app off your phone and being like, no, I'm not going, I'm going to make coffee at home. I know it's not the same. I know it's not the same. I'm preaching to the choir, but if you have those financial goals, those are those daily habits that are going to need to change. Right? So really address the daily things that you would have to do in order to reach your goals. And this is what I work on with my clients. Um, we, uh, we like get into their daily life, their daily routines. I ask a ton of questions and then we kind of focus on what would actually have to change day to day so that they reach these goals. I also want you to think about what is typically stopping you from reaching these goals. How are you sabotaging yourself? A lot of times we, as humans, we get very comfortable with the things that make us feel comfortable in the moment. We don't really think future. We don't think like future focus, like, okay, me tomorrow is going to be really happy. I didn't binge on pizza, but me in the moment really wants to eat the pizza. So I want you to think about what are the thoughts that are sabotaging you? Again, they are thoughts that are stopping us, right? Oh, I, but I love sugar. I, I need dessert every night. Oh, this is too hard. You know, I, I've been, I've been good all week. Let me just indulge over the weekend, um, which the weekend is almost like 50% of our week. If you think about it, depending on when, when you define the weekend starting. And so these are all self-sabotaging thoughts. What goes through your mind when you decide to do something different than what you intended? And then also what are the thoughts that actually help you do what you set out to do? What are those empowering thoughts? What helps you kind of be like, you know what? I promised myself I would show up to that workout at the gym. By golly, I'm going to go to that workout at the gym. What are the thoughts that actually empower you? I think it's really, really important to focus on what hinders you, but also what has worked in the past. Remind yourself of times you have shown up for that workout, times that you have eaten, you know, vegetables throughout the day and that you didn't binge at night. I want you to focus on the times that things have worked out for you, as well as the thoughts that kind of sabotage you. And then we're going to get intentional about these things. We're going to get intentional about our thought life and our habits, because until your thoughts change, you are going to be taking your same brain 
into each new year and each set of goals that you set every year. Your brain from 2018 is going to be the same brain going into 2023 if you don't change your thoughts. Because you could jump from diet to diet, from plan to program to gym to gym, but if you don't change your thoughts about your goals, your habits, the quality of life that you want, you won't actually get there. You will keep taking the same broken thoughts with you. And so I want you to think about what you need to think in order to wake up early in the morning, in order to save money at Starbucks, in order to lose the weight that you want to lose, you need to think about what you need to think about. And then we're going to get intentional. So I am very, very big on tracking habits. I have tracked habits again since high school. I was a nerd. If you, if you can't tell in high school, I I had weird, weird like loves. (laughs) And one of them was goal setting and habit tracking. Um, I used to, you do like an Excel spreadsheet. You can use a note on your phone. You can do maybe like the planner I use now. I use the Hustle Sanely planner. She has a habit tracking portion in the planner itself. When I'm doing a 12 week year, I make a very fancy spreadsheet on my Google, um, my Google drive. And I, that's how I track my habits because we don't know what we don't know. And so if you are, for example, my husband and I tracked our spending earlier this year. When we went to Hawaii in September and then we got back and he got the virus and then we just all gotten sick. And again, these are reasons. They're not excuses because I could have very well kept tracking my habits or tracking my spending, but I stopped and we realized how much more we have spent, especially going into like the holiday season. We have spent so much more than usual. I mean, yes, gifts and, you know, we went to Hawaii and all of these things, but I stopped tracking what we were spending. And so I, we didn't know where the money was going. And Dave Ramsey talks about this, where you need to know where your money is going. Every dollar, you need to know where it's going. And so when you track your habits, you are way more likely to be intentional and consistent. And this is why I love the 12-week year. He talks about habit tracking, having data. Um, don't see this as like, a way to fail or like a way to be like, oh, you know, slap on the wrist. I didn't sleep at 9.30. So there goes that goal. It doesn't have to be that way. It's just a point, a data point, And then the next day you get to sleep at 9.30. And the next day you get to be like, huh, you know, I didn't go to bed at 9.30 tonight because I got sucked into Instagram. But tomorrow I want to make sure I turn my phone off at eight and I read my actual book and then I go to bed at 9.30. It gives you data to grow from instead of something to shame yourself about. Habit tracking gives you data to grow from. I actually also keep a food journal and my clients know this. I share with them the way that I keep a food journal. It's just a note on my phone. I say like breakfast, lately I've been having my first form bars, protein bar, lunch, two slices of pizza with a salad, dinner, you know, lettuce wrap burger with fries, or I'm just throwing things out there. That's literally how I track my food. I don't do calories anymore. Um, there's seasons of my life that I am able to kind of pull up my fitness pal and be able to track my macros at least to know I'm getting enough of everything, but that's typically not how I do it on a regular basis. There are people who calorie count and they're totally this like disclaimer. People can calorie count in a healthy way. I don't think it's unhealthy for everybody. Um, but that's not the only way to track and keep, keep a food journal and be intentional and mindful about your eating habits. It's not the only way to do it. And so whatever system works for you, I want you to open your mind to the idea of tracking habits and you don't have to track like 12 habits. It can be three or four habits, go to bed, you know, wash my face at night, um, work out and then eat like five servings of fruits and vegetables a day. They can, they can be very simple habits that will actually give you so much more momentum than you would think. And so I want you to figure out a way to actually track your habits. And that's the way that you're going to take your vision into goals 
into actionable tactics and habits that are going to move the needle this year. This is going to be another year that in February, you forget the goals that you set in January because you're going to be tracking them and they're going to be at the forefront of your mind every day. I want you to remind yourself of the goals that you have, the vision that you have, and the habits that you need to do every day to reach these goals. And I promise you, it will be much more exciting to you. The process will be exciting to you. And so that's basically the two ways to first know what goals you even have for the vision of your life. And then the second, the second thing is how to actually reach those goals. Now I'm going to go over some like rapid fire tips, little tidbits and tips that I have for you as you, as we embark on this new year. And if you have big goals and ambitions and dreams, these are some things that have helped me in the past and I hope they help you too. So um, again, you can rewatch this later. I'm going to keep this recording up and I'm recording for the podcast. So hopefully that's working too. Um, my first tip is to have multiple motivations and reasons and remind yourself of them often. My only motivation to work out is not to lose weight. It's also because it is it really helps me with my anxiety. Um, I want to build muscle. I want to get stronger. I, um, love the endorphins that it boosts my mood after I work out. So let's say you wake up, you weigh yourself, you haven't lost any weight. That's not the only reason you're working out. You can say, okay, cool. I haven't lost weight, but I'm still going to work out because I have all these other reasons to work out. This is something I talk about with my group coaching clients a lot. Figure out different motivations to eat healthy. It's not just, again, to lose weight because what happens when you have a plateau, which everyone does, plateaus are so normal. What happens when you have a plateau? Does that mean you stop eating healthy? No, you have other reasons. You have other reasons. Maybe your stomach feels better. Maybe you have IBS like I do and eating healthy helps your stomach feel better. Maybe, you know, you get less headaches when you eat less sugar. And so you realize like, that's a good motivator for me to not have like processed food all the time. Maybe you realize that you have more energy. Maybe you sleep better. See how there's multiple motivations that are helping you reach that goal of eating healthy food. So have multiple motivations and reasons for what you're doing and remind yourself of them often. The second thing, consistency means never needing to start over. Shed the day one mentality this year and just keep going. Even if you're waiting for January 1st to start a new habit or a new goal, shed that that mentality of having to start over needing a day one even if you make a mistake even if you go to starbucks when you didn't want to even if you you know eat the oreos late at night because you're stressed out shake it off and do the next right thing for your goals make the next habit a healthy one if you skip a workout one day work out the next day james clear always says don't miss two days in a row of whatever habit that you're trying to whatever area or goal that you're working towards whatever habit that you have um james clear is the author of atomic habits that's why i keep referring to him because it's an awesome book but never miss two days in a row you can always go back you can always do it again there's no like universal law that if you have pizza and ice cream one night that the next day needs to also spiral down. That's a lie that we've told ourselves. That's a lie that we believed that we need to be all or nothing. I say this on our podcast. A lot of times when we're all or nothing, we're frustrated because we live in the nothing zone a lot of the time. So we end up using that, oh, I'm all or nothing thought. Again, all or nothing is a fixed mindset thought. It's not helping you grow. Um, so we use that to sabotage ourselves. So instead this year, Tell yourself there's no day one. There's no starting over. The next thing I do is going to be the healthy habit. The next thing I do is going to get me closer to my goals. And that way you don't feel guilt or shame when you enjoy pizza and ice cream with your family. And then the next day you go right back to your normal everyday habits and routines. And so consistency means you never need a day one. You're just going to keep going. This is life, right? You never start over on your life. You just keep going. Um, 
The third tip I have is build momentum. Sometimes just taking one step changes the trajectory for my day. So for me, if I'm having like a lot of anxiety one morning, I'm stressed, getting dressed for my day or just even washing my face and putting some makeup on or changing, you know, into an outfit that I feel good in changes the trajectory for my day. It builds momentum. It's a snowball effect. Let's say in the morning you went through the drive-thru and you got a a sugary coffee and a donut and then, you know, you get home and you feel sluggish building momentum means doing the the next thing. Like we talked about with the previous tip, like eating some carrots as a snack can kind of build momentum again, shift your focus again to being like, okay, I'm eating my vegetables. I'm going to have, you know, my salad for lunch that I had already planned. I'm going to stick to the plan for the rest of the day. That is an empowering mindset because it builds momentum. It's a snowball. One good decision leads to another, leads to another, leads to another. You can, you can use the spiral for you, right? We don't always have to blame the spiral that it works against us. You can use the spiral for your good. And so decide on something that will help you reset the day. For me, a lot of times it's washing my face and putting my like skincare stuff on. It helps me kind of feel like I reset or like I said, getting dressed for my day. You wouldn't believe the the change it makes in the nutrition choices I make when I get dressed for my day, I will say. I'm, I'm working on a podcast for this because it's a hard concept to explain to people. But for some reason, I'm telling you, health and wellness and weight loss and fitness it's such a mind game. Once you figure out your thoughts and how to use them for you, you can honestly reach any goal, like when it comes to your health and your wellness. So um, I know that's a bold statement, but I've seen it myself. I've seen it in my clients. And so figure out the one thing that kind of builds your momentum, resets your day and sets you back on track. And then my next tip, keep your future self a clear vision in your mind. Focus on how you want to show up for your life. I think about my future self a lot. I think about Tavine tonight to being tomorrow. It doesn't have to be like 10 years from now. It can be like in two hours when my kids are up. What? How do I want to act? How do I want to be? And think about that person because in the moment when you want to throw caution to the wind, throw everything out the window, you told yourself you're not going to yell at your kids, but you're about to explode and you're going to yell at them. Think about the future. Pause, breathe, and think about your future self. Have that as a clear vision in your mind and that will help you show up as that person. My next thing might be a little unpopular, but don't let giving yourself grace turn into another excuse. So there's reasons, excuse me, there's reasons for certain things and then there's excuses. And there's a reason to not work out after you give birth, right? You just pushed a baby out or you had a baby in whatever way you had a baby and you need to recover big time. So that's a reason, right? It's not an excuse to not work out. But if you wake up and you just don't feel like working out, that's an excuse, right? You're not giving yourself grace because you don't feel like working out. That's that's an excuse, plain and simple. And so don't let give yourself grace be another excuse. Give use grace in order to grow and propel you forward. I always think about I'm a Christian and I always think about like God gives us grace, but he doesn't leave us in our sin. He wants us to grow out of our sin, right? He wants, he forgives us and then he says, Go and sin no more, right? And so use grace in order to grow and propel you forward instead of keeping you stuck in your excuses. Lastly, make sure your goals are important to you. Don't Set a goal because your favorite Instagram influencer said that she is doing X, Y, Z and you do too. Don't start keto because your neighbor started keto. Make sure your goals matter to you. You have a strong reason and conviction. Why? Because that will help you be committed. It won't help you be motivated. It won't even help you be disciplined. It will help you be committed to your goals. Commitment will take you so much farther than the emotion of motivation. Motivation is the ficklest friend you will ever have. It will always cancel plans on you. But when you are committed to these small habits and disciplines in your day, they, they will, they will move the needle for you. And so make sure your goals are actually important to you. So you stay committed to those goals. 
And so I want you to have a strong connection and commitment to the goals that you have this year. And I want you to actually make moves on these goals. So I hope that you had a paper pen and you worked through this um, during this workshop. And if you want to take it further next year, I have two exciting announcements for you guys. And so two options that you can have for 2023 in order to actually make these things that we talked about a reality in your life. So I've realized over the years of coaching that there's two types of people. There's a person who wants me to tell it to them straight, right? Wants that, tell me what to do, give me the step-by-step, give me the strategy, give me the tools and just give it to me straight. That is someone who functions really well in a one-on-one environment, one-on-one coaching, one-on-one you know, motivation and inspiration and commitment and setting the strategies and the tools and following up. There's that, that woman, right? If you're that woman, you know, right? Just tell me what to do, give it to me straight. There's another type of woman who loves the group energy, who loves this group, who loves the accountability, who feeds off of others' encouragement, who likes to crowd surf and be like, hey, or crowdsource, not surf. <laughs> Don't, don't crowd serve. Uh, crowd serve like, hey, I am struggling with lunch. What are you like meal prepping for lunch this week? There's that other woman who likes to be in a group. And so there's options for both of you women this year. So I am opening up spots for my one-on-one coaching. And what's exciting is I'm actually raising my fee next year. But if you sign up between now and the 31st, you will lock in your 2022 rate. And the way that I do it with my clients is the rate that they sign up as they can, as long as they keep renewing, they, they hold on to that rate. If they, you know, if they stop for a year and then come back, then they obviously need to pay the higher fee. But if you sign up but within the next five days with for one-on-one high-level coaching and there's three different tiers based on the investment the number of calls you want all of that stuff um, you will lock in the 2022 prices before i increase them next year so that's for the woman again tell it to me straight tell me what to do i want the strategies i want the tools i want you in my life in my face telling me what to do that's for that woman now i'm also starting my group coaching program on monday january 2nd so that is next Monday. And so that's for the woman who thrives in that energy, who thrives in that group setting, who wants the accountability and wants to be not feel alone, wants to feel like she's doing it with a group. So I'm opening up enrollment for that group coaching program as well this week. And so that's going to start January 2nd. And it's four weeks. You get weekly coaching calls on each pillar of Nourished and Free. Um, you get a PDF. You get implementation accountability throughout the week. You get to add, we do Q and A's every week where you submit questions and I go live in our private Facebook group. And so there's an option <clears throat> excuse me, for both of those women. And so today is December 27th. I am opening up enrollment for both the one-on-one coaching and the group coaching until December 31st. So there's options for both of you, both of those women, one who wants to give it to me straight and the one who wants that group environment and the accountability. And the, these group, the one-on-one coaching and the group coaching will give you the tools to make this vision in your life that we talked about during this workshop a reality, to make the goals that you have actually reachable and actually doable and consistent and sustainable. Because the one thing that ruffles my feathers is when we think that we will just have magic motivation come January 1st, and we will just know what to do. And we will reach the goals this year without actually having a strategy, a roadmap, a tool, a guide to get us to those goals. And both of these options will give you that in different formats and different settings, but both of you will give you what you need in 2023. So I'm going to drop both the links for the one-on-one coaching application and the group coaching application in the comments below. And I will also for the podcast, put them in the show notes. And remember you have five days. So ask any questions, comment below. You can DM me on Instagram or here on Facebook. You can message me if you have any questions about either of those. Once you fill out the application, I will be emailing you with kind of the, the asking more about your goals and then the package that would work best for you and all of those things. And so 
The links to both will be below. I hope that you got a ton out of this workshop. This was so much fun. I am hoping to do kind of these monthly workshops more in this group in the coming year. That's one of my 2023 goals. Um, and so I really hope that this was helpful for you, for you guys. I'm praying that you have a great last five days of this year as we gear up for 2023. And here's to a wonderful, wonderful new year. Bye, you guys. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. If you got a nugget of inspiration and are ready to take action, it would mean so much to me if you left me a five-star rating and a review so others can also find this podcast. You can also share this episode on Instagram or with a friend you think would enjoy it. It helps the show more than you know, and I really appreciate your support and encouragement. I can't wait to chat again and go over our next nourishing nugget together. Bye, friends.